Hi, good evening. My name is Jay Rothman, and welcome to Real Men, Real Talk Live. Hi, good evening. My name is Jay Roth, and once again, I'd like to introduce my co-host. We have Josh Richard coming in from somewhere in the Americas, South <laughs> North America, that is. We have Eversloved Heath, the man of the land from down under. He calls Australia home. Welcome. Thanks for having me, brothers. We have Mr. Jeff Fasano back in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to the show, guys. I cannot believe one more week has passed. We are now... <laughs> January is behind us. We are right in the beginning of February, February 5th. Is that not unbelievable? What, what's what's yes. happening? <laughs> Christmas, Christmas, Christmas is right. We're going to have to do our holiday show soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, guys are all look, you guys are all looking good. We got the white on a, we got the white up and down on the left on my left side and we have the darker colors on the right side. It wasn't planned that way. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hope you guys had, a, had an amazing week and your health is strong and you have good energy and you did some self-care this week. I'd like to take a moment before we jump into the, into the show topic tonight to welcome our viewers and our listeners. If you should hear something that you like or love with love, please tap your love button on your monitor. And if you should have any questions or comments for us, please share with us because this is not a this is not a monologue. This is a dialogue, an interactive show. We uh, we enjoy interacting with all of you viewers. So please light us up so that uh, we can levitate and ele elevate. Also, let us know what city, state, and/or country you call home today, so that if you are new to the show, we can welcome you. Um, Tonight's topic is one that I have been uh, been chewing at the bit for some time now. Every time we're in production meeting on Tuesdays, I say, what about boundaries? And we always seem to have come up with another topic that seemed much more pressing in the moment. But I love the, the topic of boundaries because the topic of boundaries is really all about the power of saying no. And so... Really, what are boundaries about? Uh, there's a lot to it. Um, many of us, speaking for myself, really avoided setting boundaries mm -hmm. in my adult life. Uh, I was fearful of it. I was uncomfortable with it. We'll probably dive into that a little bit. But uh, what I'd like to do is uh, invite Jeff Fasano to open us up tonight, uh -oh. warm us up, and uh, kick, us, kick us off on uh, the power of no. What does that mean? And Jeff, um, you can say no. Really? No. No, Jay, I'm not I'm not starting this off. I'm passing to Josh. And that's what no means, actually. That's what that's what that's what no means. It's it's um um I've had I had to learn how to say no. And and this probably would have been a great subject to dovetail off of the people pleasing. Because really boundaries are about um Really, boundaries are really a reflection of how deeply we love, honor, and value ourselves. 
and want to contain our own energy uh, in, in our life. And um, sometimes we give ourselves away and uh, we don't have any boundaries. I had to learn how to say no. And, and um, there are different connotations of no. My no was if um, I had a project or I was involved with something and um, I had work to do or I wanted this X parts of my life that I wanted to entertain. And then somebody came to me and said, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? I would immediately drop what I was doing and take care of their needs. I would, I wouldn't even, I would just, because of it, I needed to be loved. So I had to learn that saying no in certain situations was just an extension of honoring and valuing, loving my, myself, my energy, my time, my space. So it was a challenge for me to learn uh, just simply to say no and no, uh, but how about I need to finish this. So an, a definition of a boundary would be, can you help me with this? Can you do that? Can you help me with this? And my answer would be, Right now, no, I can't. But how about we do that tomorrow afternoon? And that is a boundary. That is saying no, honoring and valuing uh, our commitments, our lives, what we have to do. And then setting the boundary that I can help you out, but I could do it tomorrow afternoon at, let me look at my calendar at three o'clock. So it's not no, it's no, but, and that's how we learn how to set boundaries for ourselves so we can contain our energy, so we can honor ourselves, honor and value ourselves, and then maintain a healthy relationship because boundaries are neutral. Boundaries, boundaries are not something that is formed out of uh, anger or defense. People will might misconstrue with a, what a boundary is because boundary is not a brick wall that you set in front of you. It's just a boundary to contain your energy, to honor and value you where you are. And boundaries are malleable within that because then you have a line of communication and a relationship with someone and they know where you are, honestly. Beautiful. Mm. Mm -hmm. Solid opener, brother. Solid opener. Yep. A lot of food for thought there, my brother. And, you know, that power of no, which actually means yes in so many of our lives, man. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, brother, you hit it right on the head, you know, that, 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 that time, space and energy that we put into that interactions with other people, places and things outside of self and really honouring our own. You know, you brought up a couple of big ones, uh, you know, particularly that affected me uh, going through my life. And I was definitely that yes man, 100% trying to really honour other people's, uh, you know, uh, decisions, their choices over my own. I was literally going to things just to be with things. So I really didn't have role models to really give me an opportunity to, to set boundaries within my life. 
you know, and I seen that follow me through and I became a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And I would only say up until the last few years, have I really honoured my own space, time and energy on being able to healthily, healthily create boundaries that not only other people respect me for, that I respect myself for, man. Mm-hmm. See, if we don't put up boundaries, my brothers and sisters, and they're rigid, people see them for what they are and they fall down. And we can only take that responsibility for our own selves in how we created those boundaries in the first place. So, yeah, man, I'm looking mm-hmm. to dive or dive in deep with my brothers tonight because this is on so many layers that we have to really help our brothers and sisters out there on this whole idea and this whole, you know, theme about boundaries. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the yes. I was the yes man too, and the people pleaser. And uh, mm-hmm. but isn't it funny that you f- you think you're doing it to be kind to others or nice to others, right? But then you end up holding this secret grudge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just thinking. And just thinking that become passive right? aggressive. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I you Ooh. start you start holding that score. You know, or at least I did. And uh, <laughs> it was like, here, here I, I'm being nice. And now I'm like holding shit against you yeah. <laughs> um, because I was nice or and, you know, not standing up for myself. And that, that was completely my fault. Yeah. And to that, to that point, Josh, I just posted it. I want to welcome Gary to the show tonight. Gary, I'd love to know where you call home. But in the meantime, he says, say no to someone or something mm-hmm. else, and yes to yourself. Exactly. And that's that's a beautiful, uh, strong statement there. It's one that I'm a big advocate of. I've said it many times is that when I say no to somebody else, I'm actually saying yeah, yeah to me. That's yeah. absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you make of that, Josh? And, and what has it taken for you uh, personally to learn how to have the courage to create boundaries in relationships and boundaries aren't just between boyfriend and girlfriend or husband and wife or Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. It's between siblings. It's between children and moms and dads. It's can even be at the work at the office in a career. I was tested huge uh, this last year on a show with, uh, with a boss that I had and, uh, I was, I was challenged. It felt like daily and it was for sure a monumental weekly that I was really struggling with it and uh, struggling with him. And uh, sorry, I'm catching a bit of echo. I'm not hearing it on our end, but if you need to drop out or drop off, you can, we'll pick you back up. All right. Um, but no, it was really hard, and, and there were some a couple of times that it was so epic and so massive that I was like, "Wow, this is really happening." I'm having to stand my ground again, so firmly, and say, "No, this isn't right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put up with this." Mm-hmm. And literally have to say those words to this to my boss, yeah. and I had to be so black and white and stand. And it was. And, and it's it just goes to show that, you know, that was something that was hard for me for many, many years. And the universe comes back around and tests us 
on deeper levels and uh, make sure that we get it and uh, we can move on to another another um, lesson and, and nugget. And so I was tested hard last year and I, I was pushed to the limit. And I, and I think I've said on a past show, I didn't, res- I didn't respond the first couple of times I reacted mm-hmm. and then I got, the, I got the lesson and uh, we went through it. Well, so, what was the ultimate lesson for you, Josh? What was your takeaway? Not while you were in it, but in the back end after you set that healthy boundary. What'd you learn? What did uh, you learn? Well, yeah, because I was scared in the moment. Yeah. It was like, wow, I'm having to lay this down like harder than I've ever laid down a no. Or, a, you know, this is, ho- I, I, th- I think I yelled back at him and said, this is horseshit. I'm not taking this. <laughs> and uh, this is on you. And, uh, I, a, I don't yell at people, and and B, I don't, I don't like to lose my cool, but uh, I, I had to in that moment, and yeah, uh, yeah. if it mm. felt great afterwards, of course I was like, wow, did I really just do that to my boss? Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and I had my questions about it, but ultimately when I when I left work that day, I said, you know what, he needed it, beautiful, and, uh, and I needed that. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. I love that. I want to just acknowledge Christina Tucker coming in from our YouTube channel. Thank you for joining us this evening. She says, hi, Jay. Well, hi, Christina. Um, are you going to talk about people who have too many boundaries? And this, this is the second time this has come up today, just in passing, leading up to tonight's show. So what is that about? What does it mean? Um, what do you think she means by having too many boundaries? Are those, are those in this moment, are they boundaries or is that more about someone who is trying to control, control a relationship or control outcomes of a relationship? Is there a difference between trying to control a relationship and setting too many boundaries? Hmm. I think if you have, if you have a, a number of boundaries, it's, it's, uh, I mean, that's a, I, I read that when it popped up. I was like, I'd, I'd have to ask Christina, if you're, when you're watching Christina, what do you mean by too many boundaries? Mm. I mean, because that would be her uh, interpretation of maybe something that's going on. Um, because we have many boundaries with many mm-hmm. relationships, with different relationships and in different areas of our lives. Like, like Jay just said, we have, you know, with your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, there are boundaries. With um, your best friend, there are boundaries. With your, you know, what you're doing for your career, there are boundaries. So we, we, there's a lot of different boundaries. And like I said, you know, all boundaries are, are honoring and valuing and loving you. What she might mean is being in a relationship with someone who thinks they're setting boundaries, but are really drip going, you know, removing or stepping back and, and really, you know, saying, no, don't come closer. That, mm. that's what, maybe that's what she might mean. Um, uh, you know, or if somebody has too many boundaries in a relationship, then that person needs to watch Real Men Real Talk live. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, we've got so many amazing comments coming in this evening. Um, Jillian Bowie coming in from Scotland says, 
And it, for her, I always just want to just take a moment to thank her because she's coming in. It's the middle of the night um, in Scotland. So thank you so much for spending the early morning hours with us here across the globe. She says, too many boundaries are misplaced boundaries. Uh, perhaps they're protectors of the inner child's wounds. And that's going deep. What do you that's, think? That's Every the answer. That's, that's, that's the Thanks, Jillian. That's, I think that's the answer. And, and, and again, it's, it's, it's really understanding what these boundaries are. I mean, you know, we aren't literally looking at fences around a boundary like uh, I, I talked about it in a video yesterday where I'm always trying to help people about uh, owning their own home zone, meaning their body. We're not literally talking about the fence in our backyard, but I think when we use that metaphor and analogy of the house that we're currently living in, of those four walls then you start to understand, and I was saying this, uh, one of the games that we play over here, uh, cricket in Australia, um, one of the rules is that when you hit a ball over the fence of someone else's fence into the next house, then you're out. You lose control to be in or batting to score any runs. Mm. So let's have a look at that for a metaphor. You know, you've invaded or trespassed into someone else's property. So mm. this is really just respect and really understanding, understanding, mm. overstanding each other's boundaries from a get-go. Now, you know, like that whole metaphor of, you know, hitting the ball over the fence and being out, you know, it, it doesn't exist so much out in the outside world unless we're strong and we've respected our own value um, boundaries, and we've made sure that people know them. Mm -hmm. But there definitely can come a point where those boundaries, they, they probably are. They probably are overlaying fears within people, you know, like we've talked about, those, you know, emotions that have been trapped or blocked from childhood, or not even having, like I said at the start of our show, that guidance or role models to help us outline boundaries within our lives emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I want to welcome Perry yeah. Crary back this week. Uh, hope you are recovering well from a procedure you had last Friday morning, I believe. Um, so it's good to see you back. Uh, I want to acknowledge, she says, yes, it can definitely be confused. What is a healthy versus non-healthy boundary? I do that with dating. Uh, Carrie, I'm going to invite you. Tell us more. What is it that you do with dating? Is, are you saying that you have a healthy boundary that you set in dating? What does that look like? Um, or are you acknowledging that you set that you set unhealthy boundaries? Can you can you expand a little bit more for us on that? We'll come back to you there. I'd like to take a moment here to break down uh, a part of boundaries that many of us miss if we haven't been taught how to set a healthy boundary. A healthy boundary is very different than a threat. So for example, one of our viewers said, mentioned something about, she set a boundary that she doesn't want her boyfriend to see his ex-girlfriend. Her boyfriend is his ex-girlfriend. And I, I guess where I wanna go with that is that a healthy boundary always has an established consequence attached to the boundary. Meaning mm -hmm. if you will, if you do not respect 
my needs and my wishes, then mm -hmm. this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And if we don't follow through on the consequence, then it's just what's called an empty threat. And like a child, children test us. When you, if you have raised or raising children, or you have exposure to children as, a, as an uncle, as an aunt, you know how children are. They test us. They're gonna push us and test us to see if we're gonna hold firm on our boundary. Now for children, a boundary, uh, in my day they called it, you know, getting punished. You know, you got punished if you did something wrong. Now you could set a boundary with someone having not done something wrong, but wanting, but needing to avoid something from happening. But ultimately a child pushes back many times and is gonna test us to see if you're gonna hold firm and follow through on the consequences. And when we as the adult don't, what does that child do? They know that they won and they got the power. They got control because you're not, you or I are not strong enough to hold firm. It's the same thing with adults. Most adults, when they are presented with a boundary, they're going to push back, especially if they're not accustomed to having set boundaries with you or other people in their life. They're going to push back. They're going to have temper tantrums. Some of them are going to have meltdowns. Like a child, they may even get on the floor and kick and scream <laughs> or get in your face. But ultimately, a boundary is only healthy when there's a consequence. And a consequence has to be one that we are prepared to follow through on. Mm -hmm. If we're not, then don't put that consequence out there because you're going to be tested. Almost every time we will be tested. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you guys, the, the one of the first times I set a boundary was within my own inner circle of my family, extended and immediate. And the first two times I set boundaries, I don't know what it felt like for you guys, but for me, it was just this incredible in, internal feeling of just, I call it freedom. I was excited that for the first time in my life, I had the courage to stand up for myself. Ever you spoke about that yesterday in your, in your, uh, in your hike, your, your runabout, you talked about the D word, mm -hmm. the big D word. I'm talking about doormat. Mm -hmm. Mm. Tell, us, tell us more, Ev. Mm. Mm. Beautiful, Joe. And, you know, that comes back into this whole analogy, metaphor that I'm talking about of our home zone. You know, being that door mat, and I actually call an imaginary person mat. You know, if we're being our own home zone, we're being our own house, yet, you know, we haven't set these boundaries, these guidelines within our own lives, that gives our life fulfillment, that looks after our own well-being, that looks after our mental health. Mm. Like you're saying, with respect, without those consequences that you're talking about, people will know you as Matt, unconsciously and consciously. Mm -hmm. So you will be walked over, your feet will be wiped on over and over again until you hold up strong and stand up for your boundaries. Mm -hmm. So you'll have a welcome, Matt. I love okay, that. So you, wel you welcome in people now because you've got your own boundaries of your own home zone instead of just being the door, Matt. 
It's up to you whether you want to welcome in those people within your life. Love that. That's beautiful, Ev. I'd much rather uh, welcome Matt than, <laughs> than close the door on Matt. Um, Josh, what do you make of Jazz Star? Jazz, thank you for joining us this evening live. She says, my boundaries weren't created to offend you. They were created to honor me. There goes back mm-hmm. to an earlier comment from mm-hmm. one of our viewers that said, you know, when I say no to you, I'm saying yes to me. Mm-hmm. But what do you make of that? Um, most people are offended when or want to push back when they get asked to respect the boundary. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful, Jess. And uh, I, I do. I, it's funny. I, I was trying to think of who it was with and what the situation was. I can't remember. But I remember the first time at being a young adult because, um, you know, as young adults in early 20s, we're sort of floundering out in the world and figuring things out the hard way. And I remember the first time that somebody laid down like a super firm boundary. And at first I thought they were joking. And I think I even laughed, you know, and then I, I was sort of realized, whoa, they're serious. OK. Um, and then I was like, how do I respond to this or, or react to this? And I, I, I think I fumbled through like, an, OK, yeah, yeah, I got it. And uh, I remember sort of mildly being offended and thinking about it afterwards and going, what, you know, that was pretty rough or harsh that they said that. And, uh, and it wasn't until later that I realized that it was like, Oh, wow. They're just, you know, looking out for themselves. And, uh, but yeah, I remember in in my twenties, it was in college, uh, that first super firm boundary I ever bumped into from somebody else. And it was like, Whoa, what is this? Yeah. I want to welcome Eureka Springs, Bill Ott, joining us this evening. Bill Ott, uh, thank you for joining us on our YouTube channel, coming and live streaming as well. He asks us, please give boundary examples. He must be reading my mind because I was just thinking exactly (laughs) that. A lot of people, um, I used to do, uh, you know, my groups in, in, in L.A. and, and uh, a woman in Malibu used to hold, host it, a group that I was doing twice a month. And um, one night she looked at the group and she said, what are boundaries? Mm-hmm. She did not know what a boundary was. She had no idea what it was. It's, it's, it's huge. I, it's like a, it's a, it's, it's a big, big, big spectrum of, of things um, and, and, um, it's important to know the difference between boundaries and rules, mm. boundaries and rules, because boundaries set in a relationship eventually become malleable. Boundaries are malleable. They're not lines of demarcation or walls or rules. If you start mm-hmm. setting rules, then you got to move into your you know, duality and separation issues. And, and another reason to why watch Real Men Real Talk live eventually. But um, <laughs> some examples of boundaries are um, you have a friend and a friend starts to speak to you in a way that might offend you, that you might not like, or just doesn't resonate for you. And a simple boundary is, you know, hey, I really don't appreciate how you're speaking to me right now. 
I really need for you to speak to me in a more loving, kindful way because that's what I need. That's a boundary. That's a very mm. simple boundary that you're setting. And the important thing is, is that we're, once again, we're setting those boundaries for ourselves because of the way that we'd like to be treated. And it's not up to us how the other person takes the boundary, what their opinion is about it, or how they react to the boundary. That's their deal. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's an example of, of, a, of a boundary. Um, another example of a, of a boundary in, in my world, uh, if I'm doing a photo shoot and I agree on what the photo shoot is and what we're doing, and I agree on the fee, and then all of a sudden during the photo shoot, they're pushing me to do more, pushing me mm -hmm. to do more, asking me to do more. Mm -hmm. My boundary is no. That's mm -hmm. not what we agreed on. What we agreed on was this, 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 and this. And if you want to go an extra hour, well, it's going to cost you this. That's another example in business of a boundary. Mm -hmm. So there's all different. And I'm sure, you know, we all have, it's, it's a, it's such a wide, wide spectrum of things, but those mm -hmm. are our two examples. I, I, I love that, Jeff. I, I want to acknowledge J-Rod Concert Podcast, a.k.a. Jamie Rodriguez says, when boundaries are strong, polarity, sexual included, have been on point. When I have become weak on them, my relationships have crumbled. And that brings me back to a, mm. a, a memory I was uh, in rehab. I was still with my wife at the time. And we were seeing uh, a counselor together in the rehab. And he said to us, he wasn't just a counselor, he was the owner. Okay, so he's been around, he wasn't his first rodeo. And he said to the two of us, if you don't learn how to create boundaries in your relationship, I guarantee you, you will be back here in three years or your marriage will be over within five. Mm. Well, we left there looking at each other. Neither one of us knew how to safely set boundaries and practice them with each other. And neither one of us were willing to at that point. So the relationship continued to spin, spiral down, Wood. Mm -hmm. And eventually he was right. I stepped out about four years later. I was, couldn't do it anymore. It wasn't until I left the marriage that I finally had the courage to set my first boundary with her. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. we've, got, we've got a lot of our viewers uh, coming in on a female, the female viewer side are chatting away here. I have to scroll back a pretty far away into this. Um, I want to bring up, I'd asked Carrie to tell us more, and she said, it's amazing the multiple things I have been accused of being because I set a boundary. I presume she's talking mm. about in a dating, in a dating circle, an experience. Mm -hmm. So as a, as a woman uh, setting boundaries on a date, um, I guess our dates didn't take, uh, take that too well in a moment and push back in, in many different ways, I presume. Well, once again, it's, it's it's her boundary and it's not how the other person's going to respond to react to it because you know maybe exactly. they've heard it for the first time and said wow no woman mm. has ever said that to me 
Yeah. And, and it's not her responsibility to have to put up with their yeah. feelings and emotions that they have to react with. And, and if a person can't honor your boundaries, exactly, and, and, and they don't even, even might not even know what a boundary is. Exactly. They, might, they might never have been told no before. You know, in my, in my world as a photographer, I could tell you no means no. And I know that. <laughs> and, and I have been faced with, you know, celebrities who I was supposed to do a photo shoot with and they would come up and say, um, not now. And I'd want to do it now, but they say, no, not now. There's a boundary. Doesn't mean no, it means not now. Mm -hmm. As I said earlier, not now. Um, we'll do it, but not now. And I have to go, okay, that's that's a boundary. You just set set a boundary right there. Um, takes, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it takes two to tango when boundaries, people mm -hmm. set boundaries. Mm -hmm. I just thought of one, I'd, one that, uh, you know, comes up in a relationship is, uh, you know, sometimes a partner or, you know, girlfriend would ask me to express my feelings. And if I haven't had any time to myself or time to reflect or really to um, articulate my feelings uh, better, I'll just say, look, um, you know, I need to think them through a little bit. I promise I'll come back to you and talk about them when I've given myself a moment. But mm -hmm. right now I can't talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's because it's because it'll come out wrong, or I, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say anything out of a reactionary straight. But yeah, that's a that's a boundary. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that, Josh. Uh, piggybacking that, Keith says, I think. Now, this is an interesting statement here, and I'm going to expand upon it a little bit. I think that would be a good discussion before a relationship begins. Mm -hmm. A discussion mm -hmm. and comprehension of each other's boundaries and reasons for them. That's a really interesting uh, concept. You know, because we, we step into relationships, all types of relationships, whether it be at home, again, at the office, friendships, with what we refer to as unwritten agreement. There's a lot of unwritten agreements as far as our role in a relationship. But what we typically don't do is establish what our boundaries are. And... Some of the boundaries, you know, boundaries really should be, well, here it is. I'm, I almost went there. I'm going to retract that. I was going to almost say <laughs> non-negotiable. But one of our viewers made a really great point tonight, which is, is that some boundaries need to be very rigid and inflexible. But other boundaries can be flexible, meaning we change, our needs change, how we feel changes. The relationship goes through ebbs and flows, highs and lows. And so there, boundaries can be flexible, but it's really up to you as the boundary setter to establish the change in the agreement of the boundary. Mm -hmm. Now, the mm -hmm. way I'm saying it, it sounds like this is such a formal kind of <laughs> negotiation that takes place but here's, here's my sheep he, he, here's the interview would you like to relate with me yeah. <laughs> here's my boundaries <laughs> what, what do you what do you make of that app what what keith said about have any of you guys i'll open it up whoever wants to jump in ever uh, tried establishing <laughs> your the parameters around a relationship up front 
as far as boundaries go. What's you know what's in, what's out, what's mm. okay. Oh, and, and we've talked about this in a previous relationship uh, show that we've had as well. And this is really starting. I mean, this this topic is just such a beautiful opening up of how we do start to form. Mm-hmm. you know, partnerships within our lives. You know, we, we sort of debunk that word relationships because, you know, what do we have to keep recycling? You know, we're starting to finally understand the fluid nature of what it is to be a human being. Now, I'm not saying to go out there and just relate with every person, you know, out there, but this is honouring that I may not be the same person as I was yesterday. damn, I may not be the same person as I was this morning to what I am going to be tonight. Mm. This is who we are, my brothers and sisters. So we have to go on a deeper level and we have all of these beautiful questions and statements out there tonight, which I can't wait to have a look at. We're starting to open up the conversation of what it is to actually finally have that true relationship or partnership, Mm -hmm. as I call them, within our lives based on connection not mm-hmm. attachment we right. say it over and over and over again so i think it's a great question keith beautiful question brother love that you know um i don't i don't think uh for me personally um each relationship that, that we have is different it's not like you you know you have your little little book and these are my boundaries and then you hand it oh hey how you doing nice meeting you for the first time here are my boundaries <laughs> um, I, I don't think um that's how how it works people are people people are um different you know all people are different and 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 ev just hit it on the head it's not it's not about attachments it's about a connection. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a difference between all these attachments that are so unhealthy that we have walking into a relationship. So here's my book. Here are my boundaries. Oh, and by the way, along with those boundaries are all my attachments that I have to every single relationship before this one. That sounds exhausting for Santa. Exactly. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> now, now, would you like to date me? <laughs> now, yeah, now, yeah, now, would you like to hang out with me? I'm bringing all my attachments to every relationship that I have. And by the way, because of that, I'm handing you a book of boundaries. Hey, hey, Fasano, <laughs> check check out Abigail. What she says here, she just nailed it. Wow. Exactly. There, there. Set yeah. boundaries yeah. that are grounded in love, not anger and frustration. Exactly. And nobody can argue with that. No, nope. nobody can argue with any of those. No, nope. yeah. you know, uh, I'm going to expand upon that. I, I, I think the love that she's referring to is a self-love set boundaries grounded in self-love. Exactly. Not anger and frustration. When we set a boundary and we're angry and we're frustrated, it's a lose, lose. There's not yep. going to be, there's no win, win because we're coming from an emotional state rather than coming from a state of being. Yeah. The state of being is where when we're when we are connected to ourself and in that moment we know what we need the block the resistance comes in to set the healthy boundary when we are not comfortable 
with vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I think vulnerability is a key component to setting mm-hmm. a boundary. Because Josh, even in your experience, when you set the boundary with the, your boss on set, you had to be willing to, on some level, take a chance and be vulnerable with them because you hadn't set the boundary with them before. So it took a level of vulnerability and courage, not knowing what the outcome was going to be. Knowing that there's a possibility, he may say, you know what, Richard, you're out of here. Pack your bags. I don't need your BS attitude. PJPG mm-hmm. mm-hmm. program. So mm-hmm. for me here tonight, guys. Um, does that make sense? I mean, have you, you're nodding your head. Yeah. Well, what does vulnerability play in a, in a, into us feeling safe to set boundaries with people? Well, it's you truly opening up to your true essence, isn't it? It's, it's you not hiding behind the boundary itself, mm-hmm. but you are that welcoming mat. You are opening that door to your true nature of who you are. Yeah. So, you know, as we go into this new earth, as we discuss <laughs> and show after show after show systems of old belief systems of the way that we relate with people, the way we relate uh, with pl- people, places and things outside of self, as these become so malleable, we get this opportunity in being able to create through vulnerability. That is the, the true power on this planet right now. Vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Vulnerability is just a feeling. It's not a state of being. I'm feeling vulnerable right now. It doesn't mean that you are vulnerable. Vulnerable is just a feeling that we have because we've, we've expanded our heart space. We've opened our heart space to expand it and open it wider to move into the true essence and being of who we are. And then when we do that, we feel vulnerable but we're not vulnerable. We're actually so much more deeply stronger in who we are being when we take that step, open our heart wider, it opens, it opens, it opens. We're moving into a powerfulness and strength of who we are, but the initial step in that is I'm feeling vulnerable right now. When that happens, then you can set a boundary. I love that, Jeff. Uh, piggybacking Katrina May coming in from Vancouver Island, British Columbia. Welcome to the show tonight, Katrina. She says, I love this statement. I'm going to invite all of you to just hear what I say and then take a nice deep breath and hold it. Vulnerability is the most honest strength we will ever experience in this lifetime. Katrina, can we use that as the tagline for the show? <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, I got a, a couple of ones. All of us have tried on this here. show. Mary Kelly asks the question, if, if someone is struggling with self-love, if they're not quite there yet, now this is obviously a setup question. She says, why have boundaries? Somebody who has no self-love wouldn't have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, that, that's, that's why my wife and I, at that time, we were not able to, Yeah, we weren't even willing to, to test it. Mm. 
it, we just pushed back on it and said, mm-hmm. well, well I, it doesn't matter what we said. It's what we didn't do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we needed. We needed boundaries in a relationship because there was a lot of, we wore out a lot of doormats. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. A lot of mats were worn out. Bill Ott says here, in a relationship, do you not bring it up until the other person crosses the boundary? Then you mention it or explain it. So that's a, that's kind of him, I think, really questioning what Jamie said, which is, do you just, you know, where do you establish, when is the right time to establish it? Um, what do you think, Josh? Do you, do we, do we, do we come in with a, that boundaries established? Or is that something different in when you're establishing a relationship, a boundaries more spontaneous? Yeah, I feel like it's different for every scenario and every person because, yeah, every person's different. And um, so sometimes people, you know, do tend to be a little bit more forward or uh, kind of, you know, might tend to run past some boundaries a little bit faster than other people and not recognize them. And so you do have to lay down a little bit more, uh, you know, sort of obvious uh, boundaries and maybe earlier in a, in a relationship of that sort. And then there's other people that are really mellow and you can kind of just say, Hey, look, we, you know, this, this bothered me here and I'm, I'm not really comfortable with that. And if we could kind of, you know, look out for it in the future and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, cool. No problem. So it's, it's different with everyone. And, uh, and then I, I wanted also to Jay, um, because I know um, you had an example too, of having to set a firm boundary, when it had real consequences. And uh, like you said with my boss last year, um, there are times that boundaries can come at a cost and we have to weigh that. And I got to the point where I was so tired of my boss uh, beating down on me that I was willing to get fired. And uh, that's what it, it took for me to step my, you know, to stand my ground that day was that I was finally, I my self-love was like, I'm look, I can't take this anymore. Um, and so I'm willing to get fired and lose money um, for months and months and months because I'm not going to take this anymore. And you, Jay, set a huge boundary with a very big name. And uh, I'm still so impressed at the decision you made with that one. Well, you know, that's a, that's a funny one, uh, Josh, because not everyone agrees with, with that decision I made. Um, and time. we're all different. And we're all different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. It's, you know, it was it beautiful, be, Jay. Whether it be a big name or it be your ex-wife or yeah, exactly. even, even learning how to set a boundary with a, a parent. I mean, mm-hmm. as an adult, I believe I set my first healthy boundary with my own mom mm-hmm. when I was about 56 years old. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it, it was such a beautiful experience for me mm-hmm. um, because it gave me courage. Like, okay, like I got over, you know, your, your mom, the woman who births you is your first female relationship. And part of what we do as a coach, when we teach our clients, when we share with them, in order for us to move forward in healthy relationships with women, the first one we have to heal is the first relationship we had with a woman, mm-hmm. which is our mom. And if we're able to do that, the potential for having a healthier relationship 
in all of your, your relationships with females, I believe expands exponentially. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it, it, it was coming from love and kindness to myself. And mm-hmm. my mom, my mom's, I know watching right now, and she probably doesn't even remember what it was. And she may not even be aware of what it was, mm-hmm. but it was big for me. Yeah. It was real big. Yeah. I remember uh, it just felt so good. Yeah. And my relationship changed with her after that. Yep. It, it got yeah. healthier. Yep. yep. So I did, you know, Jay, uh, um, I, you just reminded me, I was 47 years old when I mm. set my first boundary with my mother. Beautiful. Mm. Um, and my father had just passed away. It, it was, it was the, the day my father did pass away. And it was in their house, and um, I saw my father, you know, my father's body you know, being taken out, and I immediately just this emotion, and sat, and I started to cry. My mother turns around and says, "Stop crying!" Mm. And my entire childhood flashed right in front of my face, and this rush of anger that that it was the anger was palpable in me that I said to my mother, um, listen, I'm going to go down to the store right now. Let me have the keys to the car. And I had to go out and breathe and, and really, really center myself because the anger was so palpable. And I'm 47 years old. And my mother is yelling at a 47 year old man to stop crying. And that was how my mother um, would, you know, didn't want, you know, like was saying, don't feel your feelings. And that was a common occurrence through my entire life. And, uh, and I had to find a, a, a lot of uh, strength mm. and move through that intense, it was the intense anger of doing it. And um, so the next day uh, I was still, angry and we had to go take care of things and after we took care of some business i said mom i need to talk to you and i just said um how come in that moment when i started to have my feelings about my father you looked at me and said stop crying Hmm. and my mother said in typical fashion it was i need you to be strong for me And I looked at her and I said, so it's all about you, isn't it? Mm. I said, so I said, you have done that my entire life. And that is no longer acceptable to me. Wow. Wow, If you want me, quote unquote, to be strong, the way I'm strong is having my feelings and expressing myself. The reason why you don't want you're you're frightened to see my feelings is because of the feelings that come up in you that you don't want to deal with, mom. So in the future, please don't do that. I would really appreciate it. And she did not even realize what she was doing. There you and she go. never did it again after that. And mm. thanks for opening that door, Jay, because that, that was my first real boundary um 
with my mother after that, and the relationship shifted and changed after that. Powerful, brother. Wow. I, I want to take a moment wow. here, really, mm. just to honor you and thank you for sharing this intimate story with the world, really. Yeah. Um, how does it feel in this moment to go back in that moment in time and share what you just did? What's coming up for you right now? Um, boy, have I grown. <laughs> I mean, that was a big, I think about it, and it's not so much what's coming up for me now. What's coming up for me is how challenging that was for me to move out of little Jeff, looking at mom thinking, oh, that's okay. You know, I had to step from the wounded little Jeff into the adult 47 year old Jeff and become that and be in that person in the moment of now to do that. It was, it, that was not easy. That was, that was challenging, especially given the situation that my father passed away the day before. Right. So, right. and, and, um, but that was a very big step moving forward in my life. And it actually made setting boundaries, especially in my relationship with women, uh, easier. Mm -hmm. hmm. Powerful, powerful. Yeah, that is, wow. That's so powerful. As we're approaching about seven minutes from the hour, um, before we jump into our next segment of the show, what I do want to do is uh, one of our viewers brought up another area of boundaries that we really didn't touch on, but Jillian did. She said, sometimes even as a parent, we fear setting boundaries with our children, especially as they move into becoming adults. Uh, this one uh, really hit me hard in this moment because while I was practicing learning how to set boundaries as an adult for the first time in my life with my ex-wife and my mom, I had three sons in their 20s that were going through their own pain of the of my wife and I breaking up. And each one, I, at many different times, had to set boundaries with them. And it was so scary. Mm -hmm. I was so fearful. Mm -hmm. I was fearful of that if I set a boundary, I'll lose my child, my son, my child. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is, all three of my children, when I set boundaries with them over the past five years, on occasion have stepped out, some longer periods than others. But I do want to share one beautiful moment with you guys without getting into all the details. I, my youngest son uh, shared some of his feelings about um, a decision, the choice that I had made in my relationship my current relationship with Mary. And he basically told me how it was gonna be. And I pushed back and I said, you know, it's not gonna be that way. Not here, not now, not today. I said, if you can't accept my fiance, the love of my life, 
with respect and honor her, then you're out. When you're ready to respect and honor her, which is a, which is a reflection of me, your dad, I'll be here for you. I always will be here for you. I love you. Mm-hmm. But I am not willing to have you call the shots in who I date, who I see, who I marry. I don't call the shots in your life. Mm-hmm. And I, there are many times where I question the choices that you may be making. But it's your life. This is my life. And we hung up. And I didn't hear from him for about three months. Mm-hmm. And at about that point, he reaches out to me and he says to me, broke my heart. He said, Dad, I miss you. Mm-hmm. I need you in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, our relationship changed from that moment forward. It's healthier in many ways. Um, I hadn't seen him for about a year and a half. He came out, visited from New York, and he apologized mm-hmm. to me. And, he said, and I didn't mean those things I said, Dad. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. So even with our own children, my son at the time was maybe 24, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 20, about 25, 25, so... It was, it's one of the hardest things to do is to set boundaries with the people you love and care. But what I learned is that if we don't set boundaries for ourselves, then we're giving that other person permission to, to not treat us with respect, to not respect us, to not honor us. Mm-hmm. Every relationship that we are in, there should be honor and respect. I don't care if it's at work, if it's between friends, Parents, siblings, children, partners. If we lack honor and respect, then there's no, then the only boundary to set is thank you. I'm done. No, thank you. I'm out. Mm-hmm. But that's what boundaries are about. And if someone is not willing to honor and respect your boundary, should they really be in your life in that moment? Mm-hmm. So, wow, beautiful, brother. Thank you. Thank I'm you for sharing. Yeah, I'm just, you're welcome. I'm just so grateful that mm. I've said this before and I'll say it one more time. What we're talking about tonight in boundaries, it really is about showing up and growing up. Mm-hmm. It's showing up for yourself and it's growing up to finally say, no mas, no more, mm-hmm. no more, mm-hmm. not here, not now, not today. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I'm not advocating that we say it with, with such a strong, I'm saying it now just for you guys, for us. You know, this is the empowerment period. This is the empowerment hour. That's what we do here in Real Men Real Talk, live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We empower each other to show up and grow up. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, yeah, there's a consequence for the boundary. And the consequence for us is that person may be out. But maybe that person needs to step out. Mm-hmm. You know, they say sometimes you need to lose something to see what you lost or something to that effect. If, it's, if they're supposed to be with you, they'll come back. Mm-hmm. 
And then they'll honor you and you can honor them and respect them in a way that wasn't possible before. So in this, uh, in this moment, uh, as we're approaching the hour, let's jump into musical and magical chairs. You guys know how this, sec- this segment works. Deep, uh, three to four minutes, five if uh, your name is Rothman of Fasano. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying, you know. But uh, you got four or five minutes. You could either put a pretty bow in the show, share some, some tips, tricks, and tools to help those that are really kind of conflicted or struggling or fearful of boundaries and or sharing some closing thoughts on, uh, on what unfolded tonight in this, uh, this quick hour. Mm. And so the way musical chairs works is uh, last week, I know Josh, you went first. Uh, I'm going to put uh, Mr. Fasano, my, uh, my ex New Yorker right next, New York, New York, right on top. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So you got uh, four to five minutes. Or- well, um, Jay, what I, I think uh, from, from the entire conversation tonight, I think we gave some wonderful examples of a whole myriad of different types of boundaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and there are very subtle boundaries. Boundaries are malleable. And in, in Jay's, what Jay just shared, that was a, that was a firm boundary. That was, that was like a, a firm boundary that Jay said, but it remained malleable. It's like, here's the boundary. It's firm, and this is where it is, but it wasn't, Jay didn't shut the door, lock it, and put up a wall and say, that's, that's it. All boundaries are, are malleable no matter how firm and strong they are, and that's what boundaries really, really um, are. They're, they're not brick walls, they're, they're not, but, but they, they range from simple requests to something as firm as what Jay did. So these boundaries are very important. As I said, when, um, when we began tonight, um, boundaries are just a simple um, reflection of how much you love, honor, and value yourself. But the thing that's, that's just sticking in my head is the word no. And in, for me, the word no means no. And I'm speaking to a lot of the men out there right now. The word no means no, guys. It really means no. And to honor when someone says to you, no, this is not acceptable. If it's a female, no means no. And it's really, really important to understand that. If I say no, no means no, no matter how you feel about it. No is one of those firm boundaries. Still malleable, quite possibly when the relationship develops, but no means no. And if you cross that line when someone says no, then you're in violation of being a human being. It is so important to keep that in mind when you hear the word no. I've heard it plenty of times. I've heard it plenty of times in my professional relationship. No, no, no. Which means it's not, it's nothing personal about you, but it is so important to keep that in mind. That 
is really, really coming up for me right now. Um, it's so mm -hmm. important to to men who who move into that place of this um, masculine, aggressive energy, and maybe you've never been told no before. So maybe it's the first time you hear it, but it means exactly what it means. It doesn't mean maybe. It doesn't mean you might or you can. No means no. And when you hear it, honor it. You might not like it, but honor it. Love that. Jeff Fasano, bringing it home one more mm. Friday night. <laughs> yeah, Mary Kelly said no is a complete sentence. Yep. And uh, mm -hmm. we don't always have to give an explanation why unless we feel it's important. Otherwise, we can just say no thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've had so many beautiful comments and shares tonight from our viewers. I want to thank all of you that maybe are dropping in for the first time, checking out the show. Let us know what you think of it. If this is the first time watching tonight or even on replay, let us know what you think of our, of our show and what you got out of it. Um, if you heard something that has inspired you, given you some hope to make a shift or a change within a relationship in your own life, just drop it in to our comments. Uh, no judgment here. If anyone's going to be judged, it's going to be the four of us. And we <laughs> ready to open our hearts and speak from our, our soul place, you know, speak our truth with vulnerability. So, mm. Josh Richer, I'm inviting you in tonight. You're going to be writing them. All right. And I want to invite, um, if there's anybody out there who has any final questions or doesn't still understand boundaries, um, drop drop it in the comments now uh, for all for all the silent ones out there that don't uh, that don't chime in. This is a safe place. Uh, like Jay said, we show up with our hearts out. And we show up ready to cry and uh, bear our souls to uh, each other and to all of you. So um, this is a loving and no judgment place. And believe me, we've all been through the shit. So um, we are right there with you and we understand. So and love you all, everybody. Um, what am I going to close with? Uh I had a I had a unique. I was debating whether to share this. Um, I think I can share it in a way that doesn't really call anybody out. But um, I had a unique experience this last summer. We know I was shooting um, Shark Tank in the bubble, and I had a new person uh, join my team. A very young, uh, early twenties uh, woman who uh, was needing affection uh, from men and that need for attention she um wasn't oh and here we are living in a bubble and we are uh, she's part of my team so as uh as a department head i have you know now invited this person into our team and she's a reflection of us and especially because we're in a bubble because there is no off hours uh, we're all hanging out with each other 24 7 and uh playing ping pong uh after work and she's wearing uh, some low cut things. And it became clear to me that she's uh, vying for attention and she needed that. Um, 
And so it wasn't my place to say anything after hours, but she showed up for work one morning wearing something that wasn't appropriate for work. And um, this person, she was helping us do clean, uh, sanitize uh, handouts for the sharks on Shark Tank. So she's going to be directly setting things on their table. And she was wearing a very low cut top that I could only imagine if she leaned over and set something down in front of Mark Cuban, he'd be able to see her breasts. And um, it was really, as as Jeff, you brought up um, sort of the, the me too, the no is no. It's tough as a guy boss to have to call out a female employee on something and do it tactfully. And that was really hard for me that morning. And I uh, toiled as she walked in and sat down. I toiled for the next 10 minutes and tore myself up over how I was going to do this. But I had to say something. And uh, I had to pull up my, that was my boundary. I built a department over 12 years uh, that I'm the head of. And we have a very good reputation, um, both in Hollywood and on the show. And this was in a very inappropriate uh, for my department, my team, and for the show, um, and reflected poorly on all of us. Um, and so I had to set a very firm boundary with her and pull her aside and say, look, I'm sorry that I have to have this talk, um, but what you're wearing is inappropriate for, for work, and uh, it reflects poorly on my department, and I have to ask you to go upstairs and put something else on. And uh, I said, you know, you're more than welcome to come back after you're done, but you can't uh, continue working wearing what you're wearing. And that was really hard as a guy. Um, and uh, especially as a sensitive, loving, caring guy, I knew what it was going to do to this poor, young <laughs> woman who is just starving for attention. I could, I, she was just oozing it. I could feel it. So it killed me to have to pull her aside because I know that this conversation was going to crush her, but I had to do it and it had to be done and it had to be me, unfortunately. And so, um, yes. And I assured her later when she came back down, I said, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It was nothing against you. Uh, I hope you can understand. And I left it at that. And we never talked about it again, uh, even though we spent several weeks together still in the bubble. But uh, yeah, that was a tough one I had to go through um, this summer. And uh, that just sort of, Jeff, you sort of spiked that one on the, the reverse of the Me Too. There's some weird stuff that now us guys have to do with female employees as well. Love it, brother. What did you learn from that, Josh? From that experience for you, what was your? What it's you always learn? safe to. It's always safe to express what we need to express uh, for ourselves, for our department, for others, um, and as long as we do it in a loving way, and you know, um, I knew that I was going to hurt her, and I knew that was the exact opposite of what she wanted, um, but uh, I did it with love, and I. You have to let it go at that point. You can't, you can't get caught up in how they feel. You know, the cool thing, Josh, is that when you did that, you didn't shame her. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's another wonderful way of speaking our truth and setting boundaries by being responsible for ourselves, being responsible for 
the work environment, whatever that is, because as we talk about it, the boundaries are all over the place. And mm -hmm. it's so important that we're not shaming another person when setting a boundary. That's why that was so cool, Josh, because you did not, you, first you didn't make it about you and you did not shame and judge her. And that exactly. is so, so important because, hey, I'm sure we've gotten boundaries where we've been shamed and judged for what if somebody else thinks that we did or didn't do. Julian, mm -hmm. a couple of the other ladies, Josh asked, how do you think she felt or took uh, She didn't talk to me the rest of the day uh, <laughs> and uh, found little ways that we wouldn't ever be uh, next to each other that day. Um, but she slowly warmed up. And uh, I think she saw from my reactions that I, you know, I didn't make it a big deal and that what was said was said and that uh, I continued, um, you know, running our department in a loving, caring way towards everyone and that it wasn't personal. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Uh, thank you for sharing that story, Josh. Mm -hmm. uh, in a leadership role, if any of any of our viewers, listeners, have found themselves in a leadership role in business. Uh, it's part of the responsibility, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, especially today with the the country in the United States, at least, where it's we're very uh, legitimous. We like to file lawsuits. Um, in my leadership role, I usually went to HR for us to check to make sure that I wasn't going to get the company or myself into trouble. Cause I, I just didn't know what I was, you know, what I was walking into as a leader when I would have to set a boundary similar to that. Mm. And before I put you in a hot seat, I do want to acknowledge, uh, although we are in closing, Deb's Deb brought something up. Deb, thanks for coming in from Canada this evening. And I got to tell you, the sisterhood has showed up for you tonight, Deb's Deb. Um, <laughs> When it comes to sexual boundaries, by the time someone has said no, boundaries have already been crossed. Mm. Yes means yes. And if someone hasn't said yes, it's a no. I just want to just take a moment here. Deb's Deb was uh, at a show. She was my co-host for, I think, about a year or so on Real People, Real Stories. And just an absolutely beautiful, beautiful soul, beautiful woman um, who's got a story that many women have as well. Uh, where boundaries were crossed on dates. And so sisterhood has shown up for you tonight, as well as brotherhood. We're here for you too, Debs. We love you. Uh, we support you. And uh, we honor you tonight. Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us live. Uh, Ev, you're mm. up, my friend. So, so powerful, my brothers and all my beautiful sisters out there. Wow. Wow, what another show, man. Can't wait to watch this one, 100%. Learned so much tonight just uh, listening to my brother's experiences and just sharing that uh, story then. It really is a deep show, which all of us, you know, uh, could probably really listen to over and over again at a time like we have right now. But before I go in a little bit deep here on a Real Men Real Talk Live, as always, Please, my brothers and sisters, and we know we, we, we see that you do it 
but share this message out into the community mm -hmm. because this topic of boundaries is so, so new to so many people that I still see out there in the collective. And for us to be able to share this message, we open up a new way of living, a new way of being here on the plane we call Earth. So please jump over on at YouTube. You can subscribe to us over there. Otherwise, keep sharing out the content. And as always, from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I opened up the show and I, I talked a little bit about uh, my personal experience with boundaries. You know, as a young fella, like I said in my video yesterday on my personal profile, the only thing I ever knew about boundaries was me playing cricket hitting either a four or hitting either a six into the boundary. And it's funny because I love to use this metaphor about cricket, and it's funny, and you, you know, for a lot of you brothers and sisters on the other side of the pond, you may not know some of the rules within cricket, but you as the cricket bat holder have the power out on that crease. You have the potential to score runs, let's just say goals or, you know, something within your life to win that game of cricket by hitting boundaries. Now, one of the really, I would say, important positions on the other team from catching you out, scoring those boundaries, is what we know as a square leg. Now, they're on the other team, but they feel at square leg. Why? because they're in an important position or what we know the term as fielder to save the boundaries that you hit. Square leg. What a name, eh? Square. Can I ask you, my brothers and sisters, have you been feeling like you've been knocked off your square lately? You know, we all come down here into the space, into the physical plane we call Earth to have this beautiful physical experience. We are all shaped within the square. When I see that square symbolically, I'm always thinking of the four elements of how we move through space, time, our energy, our reality, down here on the physical plane. I think of air. I think of breath. I think of the communication. How are we communicating our boundaries? When I think of fire, the element, are you taking action on the boundaries you've been setting or you're still being passive within your life? When I think of earth, that third element, I'm thinking of how grounded you are within your boundaries. And when I think of that last one, water, I always come back to it. I think of the emotions, the, the, the feelings that so, so many of us are still working on to gain that emotional intelligence. But for us to have firm boundaries and to be able to hold up our square so we're not knocked off, just so it happens to be that mat shaped like a square, we're not knocked off and we're called the doormat and we're able to welcome those we want in our life, those experiences, those experiences that we want to really see out here on our physical experience here on Mother Earth. 
then we have to really know our boundaries. We have to know our limits or our confinement within the square. So for me, when we start to know our own emotional well-being, the magic of boundaries, we can actually start respecting the emotions of others. You know, for me, when we take responsibility of our own boundaries that we set for our own life, you'll start to see the subtle changes within other people's behaviours around you. Now, whether that's your siblings, we've talked about our mum, our dad, that you've had to set firm boundaries. This is not because you don't love them. This is because you love yourself, man. We're talking about self-care by including these boundaries within our own lives that we can share with others also. So I'm going to close up and, like I said, in yesterday's video, I talked about that uh, young fella playing cricket in the backyard. There was significance because in backyard cricket here in Australia, you would be out if you hit the ball over the fence. Here, when you're out in a wide open space, you're a hero. <laughs> you get a standing ovation. People applaud you for hitting the ball over the boundary. So my brothers and sisters, I'm going to ask you, are you holding your cricket bat? Are you holding your baseball bat? Are you holding your throne and becoming the one in this year? 2021. Peace, my brothers and sisters. Mm. Mm. Beautiful, Ev. Thanks, brother. Mm. It's, uh, I'd say, a I love the uh, the closing of the show, the closing remarks, because there's so much liquid gold that just gets dropped down into the universe. <laughs> and as many of the viewers know, this is unscripted. We don't come in, we don't study in advance on a topic. We just show up. This, this word, this, this big word, this B word, boundaries, I believe was an integral part of saving my own life. I lived a boundaryless life. You see, for me, I think what predated that was I grew up in a home where my dad was a strict disciplinarian. And so as a young adult, of course, what do you do? You, well, some follow the, in a dad's footsteps and others want to break free of that. I wanted to break free of that. I wanted to experience some freedom. At least that's the story I told myself. But I think at a deeper root than that was I was afraid that if I set boundaries with people, I'd lose them. 
they wouldn't like me. Maybe they wouldn't even love me. Maybe they'd fire me if it was on a job. But I went 54 years free soloing it. No boundaries. And by the time I woke, I'd blown through a lot of doormats. And emotionally, I was worn out. This is a uh, been an emotional show for me. Not in a bad way, a beautiful way. This is what gratitude can feel like. When you know that you are risking losing a son, a friend, a potential parent, because it's time for you to teach people how to treat you. It's time for you to have the courage to say, I matter today. I matter. If you are alive and you are breathing, you matter. It's time for you to step in and step up for you. And if you have children and they're watching you, not set boundaries and be a doormat, you're teaching them that that behavior is acceptable from others in your circle. So I invite you this week to step in, honor yourself, set a boundary for yourself with a consequence and then honor it and see, watch how that relationship changes. At first it may feel really bad and really rocky like I shared earlier tonight. But in the end, my son came back he said, Dad, I miss you. And he said something even more powerful than that. He said, I need you in my life. You're my dad. That's how it works, people. It takes courage. And with that, you guys are amazing. I love each one of you men in this, this studio with me tonight. You guys are just amazing. I, uh, I had a quick thought about each one of you. A couple of days ago, I was out on a massive hike. And what just passed through me was I just hope all three of you are safe and healthy in that moment. And it just was a thought, and I just let it go. Thanks, brother.
Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. Viewers, thank you for joining us tonight. We love you. We honor you. We respect you. And we hope for you that you got something of value out of tonight's episode on the power of no boundaries. With that, we'll catch you next Friday night. Same, same channels, YouTube and Facebook. 6 p.m. on the West Coast, 9 p.m. back east. I love you guys. Have an awesome weekend. Stay, sa stay safe, stay healthy. Peace out.